0: Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. Welcome to my channel. Thanks for joining me today. For those of you that are new, I am a nutritional therapy practitioner and I also am the author of Carnivore Cure. I have a private practice in Austin, Texas, and I also have clients virtually, and I help my clients to get to root cause healing by focusing on gut health and uh, using a meat-based elimination diet. All right, so in this video, I am going to talk about how to get started on a carnivore diet. You know, it's obviously January and a lot of people start a new diet or new resolutions to have a good new year and so you know, this is also World Carnivore Month. So I just wanted to, you know, provide some kind of basic tips to get you started and what I've seen with my clients, and even in my own journey as to what makes you kind of get successful and stick on a carnivore diet. I recommend always, uh, maybe it's because I studied psychology, but I always recommend that you take some time and uh, figure out your why. So not just I want to lose 20 pounds, but why do you want to lose the 20 pounds? Um, Is it because your motivating factor is your family or your loved ones or your kids? Or it's that you have some metabolic disease and you want to heal and you no longer want to suffer. Obviously, it should be something that's motivating and on the days that it gets hard that you're like, No, um, I have to remember my why. And for me, I wrote down like a journal of my why where I was in that present time and what was wrong enough or motivating enough for me to then want to change these things are so important so that that on the days that it becomes hard that you can look back and be like actually i know i need to stay the course it's not easy it's not perfect but i know that how i used to feel was not good and so i need to change and so i always recommend that for people that you know really want to help things stick I think that when we just focus on goals long term and not focus on the here and now it becomes kind of hard, right? So at the beginning of a year, it's so easy to say in one year, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, right? But then in the day to day, it becomes kind of harder. So if you plan the course, so first, um, think of your why. And then the second thing I'd say is really focus on your day to day. So if your goal is to lose 50 pounds by the end of the year, or maybe it's just uh, managing your metabolic disease so that you're no longer suffering with symptoms, then every day, what can you do on a day to day basis to get to that point? So maybe it's eat meat based every day, right? So um, no sweeteners, no sugars, that type of thing. Um, Maybe it's a do a walk every day for 20 minutes to get that outdoor air, get the vitamin D from the sun, and also just to move the body because if you've seen in other videos I've said, our limbs need um, movement for the fluid to kind of move around because unlike our blood, we don't have a pump like the heart. So uh, make sure to do that. So once you sort of do all of those things and you kind of use that psychology, that kind of getting to know yourself and you know, writing down all the hard stuff, have the motivating calendars, Uh, papers on the wall to just have you to be motivated um, consistently because are you going to feel as motivated on March 1st or June 1st, right? I think it's mid-February. I can't even remember, but it's either end of January or mid-February where people actually break the resolution. So let's not have that happen to you. Really, the planning is super important into making anything successful. Okay, so number two, number two i recommend my clients to get their blood work especially if you're new to this you're not entirely sure that a meat-based diet will work or if it's healthy for you um, it's really good to get your kind of current state of um, situation. So if you get your blood work, and you know, don't spend a ton of money, but um, I also have a blood work recommendation. It's part of the carnivore cure books bonuses. But if you get some of the more standard or common blood work, urine test, whatever you need to get, and then you can do the diet for about three, four months, and then get it checked again, that'll be a really good pulse as to if it's good for your health or not. So then let's say in about three months where you're like, okay, I'm not losing as much of the weight that I wanted, or I'm not feeling as good, or my community is like, what kind of diet are you on again? So if you feel any of those, if you get your blood work done and it shows an improvement, it will be much more motivating. So I always say, you know, just, and maybe it's not blood work, maybe it's just pictures from today, Um, And then you take pictures from three months later, and then you can see the difference, right? So these are just really trying to collect data points so that you can then document your non scale victories, you you can also write down all the ailments you feel right now, right? So not sleeping through the night, um, achy legs, uh, headaches, you know, whatever it is. And so then you can write all of those down. And then in three months, you can go back and be like, Okay, wait, I've actually healed that. Oh, You know, I haven't lost all my weight, but here's all the things I have healed. And my clients, that is why I give them really detailed notes after every session, because I want them to have the kind of documentation of their journey. Um, It's like a little journal for them, and they can go back and say, oh, wow, in session one, I had all these ailments and I don't have it. So maybe I am healing, even though X and X is still going on. So it's just these kind of points of time are really important as you are going through your journey. Okay, number three. So, um, if you've done all kind of like the legwork, the planning, the mental work, um, even like just status of current state, um, then you sort of want to clean up the pantry, right? (laughs) So, I would recommend, and if you haven't done it, you know, and you've already started carnivore, this is a great time to do it. Um, I would go through the kitchen, and I had to go through this. Uh, My parents went through it because they're also carnivore keto. Uh, But, you know, you want to kind of start throwing away the foods and even cookware and plastics or whatever you feel like is worthy of throwing away um, but throw away the foods that you don't feel like our foods anymore or foods that you think will deter you from um, staying the course so for us uh, I remember I throwing away a lot of seasonings I mean some of them were kind of out of date or expired <laughs> anyway uh, but some of them it was like there was flour or quinoa and I had to throw it away and so we did a lot of cleaning and yes it feels wasteful but you got to think of it that some of these foods, if they're toxic to your health, then it's not really a waste of money in a sense. Don't think of it as a waste, but as an opportunity to kind of clean your pantry and and finally start healing. The more that these kind of trigger foods are not around, the easier it'll get for you. If you are doing this diet and no one else in your family is, uh, that was me. Um, I asked my husband to hide a lot of my trigger foods in the beginning. It's no longer the case. So he has every food that I've ever had as a trigger in the pantry, probably, but um, it's no longer a trigger for me. So but in the beginning, he absolutely had to hide certain foods that were always triggers for um, some of my eating disorder behaviors. So definitely um, consider that. And so once you kind of get rid of all the bad, you're going to also then want to replenish with some of the good. So that leads us to number four. So Once you kind of cleaned out your pantry, you know, think about um, for us, we plan on like a weekly basis and we think of, okay, what meats and fats and animal products do we need for the next week and so we sort of plan dinners and lunch so a lot of times our lunch will be leftovers or or it'll be just a bunch of meat patties cooked in advance um steak broken down sometimes we use like sausages um and so that's sort of how we do lunch and then and lunch is super easy and then dinner we just do kind of a variety maybe it's like we make soup with our bone broth or we use ground beef and i make um ground beef for myself and then the kids will have like a um, sugar-free marinara um that type of thing we use a lot of eggs so based on your economics, I would say just kind of plan accordingly. If you are not snacking anymore, you're not adding all these additives, seasonings, um, all these other things, this diet is actually can be uh, relatively cheap. So when people say carnivore is um, very expensive to do, I, I don't think that's true. Because again, you're eliminating all the other stuff that you would buy in terms of uh, food consumption. I'd say um You know in a given month just plan what you need Um, if you know that there are days that you're going to be working late or you'll be just really busy and you can't really do some cooking i always recommend having just easy preparable food that you can kind of throw in the microwave or throw on the oven real quick and you can just eat it so uh, i like to always have one piece of steak or, um, some ground beef or some eggs that are, you know, ready to cook so that I'm not like, Oh, well, I'm so hungry and there's nothing else to eat. Well, I guess I got to just eat some carbs. Right. So always prepare and just have enough food. Um, yeah. So that you can then, uh, then you can be successful on this way of eating. And if you go on any of my social media platforms, you can find this graphic. I'll probably share it soon anyway, but it's the carnivore diet, kind of what to eat. It's really basic, but just think about that. Any animal-based food is on the table. So right now, while you're just trying to get acclimated to being burning fat and um, not eating carbohydrates, just eat the meats you can that means you're eating subway meats, that's fine. Just for now, just get the sugar out of your body. Um, If you're craving any bit of sugar, I'd say roll up some deli meat, put a stick of butter in it and eat it. I know it's so counter to what we would think would make sense when you're craving sugar. But I would just highly recommend um, that you just eat as much meat. Don't worry about the fasting. Don't worry about the macros. Don't worry about any of that in the first month of while you're trying to get acclimated. But just make sure that you're eating enough. As you get fat adapted, you're not going to feel as hungry. You're not going to feel that hanger um, that we normally get eating carbohydrates, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be eating enough. Um, I'm going to do a video on macro. So make sure to check that out soon. Um, you can also get the carnivore cure book. So in the back of the book, there are tables where it talks about the uh, various food foods. Um, it's like a table of like meats, fats and minerals of different kinds of meats, uh, their nutrient profiles, there's one for seafood. So I highly recommend getting the book too for that. And yeah, um, you know, take it simple in the very beginning. You can fine tune later. This whole carnivore cure book is about fine tuning your carnivore diet. There are some people that do carnivore for a while and then it doesn't work as well. Right. Or some benefits don't seem to be everlasting. So that's when you can fine tune. But for now, while you are just trying to get used to the diet, eat as often as you need, eat as much as you need, um, just eat so that you are getting off of the carbohydrates, and then drink plenty of water, but just stay away from the sugars, I'd say make sure to eat enough fat, don't fear fat, if you can eat the suet, the tallow, the butter, um, the bacon fat, whatever it is, but you also need a lot of fat for energy. And again, I will talk about it in the macros video. So again, remember the five things. Number one, sit down and write your goals. Number two, get your blood work or just get some sort of snapshot of the present. Number three, remove any toxic foods, trigger foods, trigger anything's in your life currently. Just figure out what things and foods and people are triggers. And then maybe you just want to remove that for a short bit as you are getting acclimated. And then the fourth thing is make sure to plan your meals, plan the food, uh, figure out that you always have some kind of meat readily available. Maybe it's just dairy, but you know, just get some of the meat and then number five, make sure to get the foods that you want to eat. So again, you know, get some beef, chicken, lamb, pork. I say eat a variety. I'll probably talk about it in a different video, but make sure to eat a variety because all different animal foods have different nutrient profiles. So you want to make sure and eat a variety to get a more well-rounded dose of nutrients. Um, In the beginning, if you want to just eat beef, that's fine. Just, you know, do what's best for you. Don't get bogged down by the nuances and just make sure to get acclimated. That is the most important thing. And no matter what, prepare, prepare, prepare. If you like this video, please make sure to subscribe, hit the bell, and share this video with people that you think needs it. Thank you so much again. I will talk to you guys soon. Make sure to eat a lot of meat. Take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live.